1: Welcome pilots, you're tuned to the Guard Frequency, and as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 232 of the Best Damn Space Sim Podcast Ever, recorded on Friday, October 5th, and made available for download Tuesday, October 9th, over at GuardFrequency.com. I'm Ken Shadow.
0: And I'm Tony. And I'm Jeff. And there's nothing wrong here, we're just listening to Henry's stream, right Ken Shadow? That's right, Jeff. Remember, folks,
1: Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can
3: also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com forward slash GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up. Tell us what's on your mind.
0: If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should come and join us at 10.30pm Central as we record Guard Frequency live over at twitch.tv forward slash guardfreak. Do
1: you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn space sim podcast ever? You can always support our show by visiting our website, clicking on that Patreon logo, and becoming our regular subscriber.
3: We want to thank all our Patreons who support us week on week, and we hope you'll consider joining them. Because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out.
0: And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the
1: movies, and... Everything in between. Be sure and trek them out over at priorityonepodcast.com.
3: Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a
0: wyvern. Head over to heroesrisepodcast.com to discover their secrets. And that housekeeping is done, so let's get to the show. What do we got in store this week, Kinshadow?
1: Well, Jeff, in this week's slide deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Elite colon Dangerous, Star colon Citizen, and X colon
0: 4.
3: Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio.
0: After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, where there are some dice rolls... And possibly people doing things and stuff. Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join on in the fun. Well, lace up your booties,
3: campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. Speed 175, Port Bay, hands-on approach, trigger screen, call the ball. get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims.
0: X-4 Foundation gets a release date of November 30th, 2018. You heard me right. Less than two months away.
1: A scant few additional details have come forth from the folks who visited Frontier to get a preview of Beyond's fourth chapter due this winter. So we're going to speculate in a transparently irresponsible manner about the future. And Citizen CitizenCon is
3: just around the corner. Guess what? CIG has changed their minds about something else again. News at 11, don't touch that dial. All right, so uh, I don't know if you guys have had the chance, the opportunity, to check out the English version of the X4 trailer. We talked a few weeks ago about the German version that came out, and it was, you know, unintelligible unless one spoke German. They have put uh, the video out with an English voiceover now and, uh, and included the fact that it's a November 30th release date. So there is, uh, there is much to be excited about, I think, uh, coming about with X4 in Thanksgiving-ish time just in time for my birthday. That's all awesome. I just wish it was VR. And
2: I hate to be that guy that's just complaining about it, but I really wish it was VR. I want to you, play it so bad. You are that guy that's just complaining about but it. But I just will probably end up playing Elite.
1: There's <laughs> not a lot of reason. It's I mean, for a single-player game nowadays, you know, there's not a lot of reason not to be VR. I mean, it's really not that much difficult.
0: Because, because the VR stuff is still a niche product. I, I think it's partially that. I think it's partially that. I also
3: think it's uh, when I saw kind of the gameplay demo, there's a lot of menu driving going on.
0: Yeah,
2: I get as it. Well. Uh, I get it. I'm yeah, going to play so. it. I'm just goofing off. I mean, I'm going to play it. I'm excited about it. So I'm glad
3: it's coming out soon. It looks really good, honestly. Yeah, I I, I think it's going to scratch a couple itches for me that uh, Elite doesn't right now. They're going to have they've said there's not going to have a, like a story story, but there will be a storyline uh, having to do with your headquarters. We covered that previously, too. I think that that's going to be, I'll probably buy the game for that and play through that and then maybe not revisit it again. I think I, I, it just seems to me like that's the part of the, the game that I'm excited about and will uh, probably like to do.
2: I don't know. I like the, the complex building in those games, so I'm excited to kind of engineer something there, see what I can put together and how to run itself. There's a lot of cool things to build in the X Games these days with the uh, their factories and trade routes and things.
3: My sense is if they're smart, that main storyline will require you to touch on all the pieces of the game that are built in, like like, like base building, some trading, some fighting. They're going to make you do a bunch of different missions to take, take in the entire experience of, the, of, of what they built.
1: So there is a main story now? It's ish.
3: You know, the thing is, it's not required. You don't have to do it to advance. Right. I see. If you want to ignore it, you can just ignore it and just be a pirate or just be a base builder or just be a trader. That whatever. was the
1: controversial thing when we were looking at the, the right. German speaking thing. Right.
3: Right. Right. And, and I think I think maybe it was lost in translation, uh, but it's that it wasn't that there's not a story there. It's just that it's not required and it's not going to it's not going to drive your gameplay if you don't want it to. I think that's that's maybe what the the difference is so unless you are uh the, the german the translation now is that uh they expect most players to play that storyline because you get unique rewards from it special blueprints and equipment mm-hmm. so it's sort of design i think it's designed to be ooh shiny but you can just ignore it if you don't feel like it if you're having fun doing something else do that other thing the other thing that came at the end of the video in kind of a cig-ish way is that they are going to have an expansion in about a year, which means that it it, it it the I think the subtext here is they're shipping something that has you know it's feature complete, but there might be additional features or content that isn't isn't making it into the release.
1: I would say that's more frontier ish than it is uh... Oh, 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 oh <laughs> yeah, if
2: it was CIG ish, they would be announcing that expansion pack and selling three versions of it before the main game is out.
3: Oh, okay. My fault. My fault. My, my yeah, apologies. I You're mean, that, right. This that is would more make frontier. More sense, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but in any event, it seemed. It, I think that that might be. It, might just, it I guess it's just a trend in games now. It's like, and maybe it's smart. Get the game out there as long as it's functional uh, and, and fingers crossed, bug free. Get it out there. Let people play it. Let people help you iron out the rough patches and the bugs and stuff. And then. Launch again in a year or so with more content. No Man's Sky, Elite Dangerous.
1: People seem people seem pretty used to it now, and and, you know, especially on the in the online category. But this is this is all single player, right? Just like the other X games. Do they have multiplayer options? I think some of the X games had like co op or
2: something. I don't think so. I've never done multiplayer in an X game. Might be there, but I've never needed it. For me, that's always been like a solo experience. And I'm sure that's. I think I don't think there's multiplayer at all. They're not
3: advertising it.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I'm It still say looks probably. as
1: pretty as it did in German.
2: Yeah, I've got one question. <laughs> yeah. uh, something that was really... I was thinking about, sounds really interesting. They're doing something different with the items in the economy in this game than previously. Um, every item in the game is part of the living economy. So there's a certain number of everything, and they all get moved around with actual freighters moving uh, things. Mm-hmm. And that includes uh, equipment that you need for your ship. So you have an influence over the availability and price of, like, all the weapons and everything in-game, which is interesting. Ordinarily, things like equipment and things are separate from those kind of systems to avoid problems like a weapon that's needed to progress isn't available because the economy's broken. You know what I mean? So I wonder how that'll work out, especially with the history X Games have of being, let's say, buggy unrelease a bit. <laughs> that happens. And I'm not putting them down. I love the games, you know, but they are buggy as hell usually when they come out. I don't expect this one to be much different. So, uh, we'll see. But I, I'm, I'm curious about that new system and how that'll work out, you know, as it pertains to the equipment.
0: I'm also curious about whether or not it's going to be as moddable as the other ones have been.
2: I think it would have to be. That's like their, their big attraction. You know what I mean? All the mods come out and make things more playable than what, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, uh, releases. Egosoft? Egosoft, yeah. I mean, like, all the good stuff that comes at the a year or two later in an X game comes from the community and then gets put in, it seems like.
3: This one, I, I, my supposition is that it's not going to be as moddable as it was in the past because of their apparently new model of releasing expansions. I'd ima- I would imagine, and it might be because, like Henry was saying, the plumbing is a lot more intricate now. If, you know, if you're able to introduce new items or new blueprints and new ships that Either sidestep the economy, or somehow tinker with it. You know, you don't have to get those weapons because you can do it this other way. Because there's a new ship that comes out. It, it, it might be a little more tricky.
0: Well, yeah, I, I love the the modding. You know, if I wanted, uh, if I wanted uh, thirty capital ships, you know, I go and click on a couple of buttons, and boom, there's thirty capital ships. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all cool
2: stuff that comes later. You know, yeah. the the game comes out, and it's uh, it's not able to be. You don't have that capability at the beginning and you play it for a while and those kind of things add replayability when you're already finished with it And you want to go back to it? That's what I think modding is really about with a game like that where it's expanding the capability to the games uh, Through mods um, at least in, in the history of the game, so it'll be a little different for this
3: Yeah, and, and especially if they're gonna like say they're gonna continue releasing people releasing mods that might not be compatible with additional patches that's going to be kind of a nightmare, too, for modders. So there might be, even if it is moddable, there might be sort of an incentive to hold off or wait for sort of the, the end of life of the title um, later on to, to put those efforts out there.
0: Well, let me find out. Being a being a, a deep di- or longtime time uh, member of the community, let me see. Found a discussion thread about the whole modding thing. Totally not definitive, but they're talking about importing ships from X3 and other scripting capabilities, but they haven't made a decision yet. So,
3: okay, so that's from the that's from the X developers that yeah, it's from those things will be possible. The, okay. I'm
0: on the on I'm on the EagleSoft forums right now.
3: Okay, so in concept, they're going to support it at some point, but they're not committing to anything at right. this moment. Okay, well, I mean that makes sense. I think so uh, for for where they're at on their release schedule. So. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that, obviously, and I'm definitely looking forward to playing that. Uh, and we'll let you know when it comes out. Also, moving on to Elite Dangerous. So speaking of, uh, you know, um, not committing to anything and uh, n- not having solid information yet, wanted to follow up on that uh, Frontier visit that a few uh, community leaders and content streamer people went uh, on a little field trip to I, Frontier. Not us not us. I E not us. And that's okay because that was just like a subtopic of discussion. There was some I want to make it absolutely clear. There is absolutely zero butt hurt on our part for not being invited. That's not a thing here. We don't I, I that's just not a, that's stopped not a crying, really. <laughs> okay. Henry <laughs> Henry was was beside himself. The rest of us were like, meh, uh but there are some some corners of the of the community who were a little upset. It, from what I understand, this was a uh, a paid for junket that Frontier uh, uh, brought people in from as far away as America. So uh, that was was expensive. It was an expensive proposition for them to do this, and it is extremely common in things like luxury car launches and uh, when a a flagship mobile phone redesigns, they'll bring people in, uh, power users and influencers and press people, to get a preview of the new product. So, Frontier's kind of taken a page out of these people's notebooks and brought these people in on their own dime to do a deep dive showcase of the new product.
1: Tony, do you know who else lives in America? Henry. Henry lives in America.
3: <laughs> I do. Henry lives in the part of America that's closest to England. I it, it know, is. it would have been very cheapest. Close.
1: It's I, very close. I, I Ah,
3: man. I just didn't. You get got get... your own boat. Yeah. You could have just rowed across the Atlantic.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna row my little 24 foot boat across the Atlantic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard there are hurricanes this time of year, though. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you wouldn't have. But you know, for the future, future, future reference, frontier. Henry has a boat. Seriously, guys. <laughs> anyhow, so, uh, uh, yeah. I, yeah I, the anyhow. interesting thing
2: I don't get: they took all those guys out there and told them, "Don't tell anybody anything." And I mean, they didn't even get to come back and really talk much about it. They just got to go and say, "Yeah, we went." We can't say much
3: about it. Yeah. So there's and there's a couple reasons. And I I, I dabbled in this rule just a tiny bit. A friend of mine has a website, and I wrote a couple stories from him um, uh, for him, uh, uh, like about the Honda Accord. They did the, uh, the Honda Accord relaunch. It's really when the car companies do it, it's super nice, but they put you under an embargo. They whine and dine you, and you test out the product, and you listen to presentations from engineers and uh, the PR people, and uh, they tell you all about the, the, the car and its new capabilities, and they let you test it and all this kind of kind of stuff. But then you can't tell anybody for like a week. And the reason being is that they it, it part of it is for them. Part of it is... So that people who uh, are either knowledgeable or uh, uh, particularly skilled in the area, or just have good words and can word good, tell them about their product, and they and say, look, here's here are the things that that struck me for good or for bad, and if you can tweak these things before the final release, you know that might be in your favor. So. It's, it is it, it is for the community. They wanted to get at least the impressions out there that, hey, guys, don't worry, the blue squiggles in exploration aren't that bad. But it's also for them. They want people who are familiar with their product and familiar with their systems to say, does it fit? Does it work? Do you get it? Do we Can we do something in the next uh, six weeks here uh, to make it better? Uh, you know, Even if it's a short timeline, can we make a tweak here or there to... Uh, make it better for the people that are power users. So it, it, that's it, you have to look at it from that side of it. It wasn't just for us, it was also for Frontier.
2: So it wasn't like, okay, everybody who broadcasts and talks about us, uh, we just got ripped a new one by all of y'all for the Gnosis event. If we do <laughs> this right now, are you gonna hurt us? <laughs> yeah. Is it all yeah. right? <laughs> they bring them in and yeah. like, are you gonna rough us up again? Is this okay, Big Tony? Is this cool? Yeah, that's... There was...
3: <laughs> there no denying, no de- Now again, these things take a lot of planning and a lot of logistics to work up. So it wasn't like a knee-jerk reaction to the Gnosis thing, but the timing was impeccable. It's like, oh crap! Let's take this opportunity to, like, you know, maybe reestablish some goodwill and some time. I'm sure there was a sprinkling of that in there, the positive.
2: I'd have but felt a lot more positive if I'd have got a ticket. Just saying,
3: or at least some not. gas money. I'd have come, no problem. <laughs> That's right. Just, just chip in for gas and gas and uh, gas and snacks, man. I would, I would have would made the made the trip. Uh, but what from what from what we understand, it was a full day. They had six hours worth of presentations. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't deep dive into anything. It was just high level reviews of all the features and stuff that are coming out. And they were, according to the reactions that were uh, that we heard uh, that are, that I heard on the on the recap, very positive impressions from all of them. Somebody said they were excited about something, and he got shouted down it's like, "Don't say that word. You're excited about it, but that's you. That's your impression. You're gonna make people have hype and cut that out." So they they like. They beat him up for using the word excited. Who, who um, beat him up? Yeah, I don't remember that. The other, the other hosts, the other hosts. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. They were like, they're like, don't say that, you, because you know, you're gonna, you're gonna make people all giddy and stuff. I mean, that's the point uh, of being a
2: commentator is to hype things and get them all giddy, and and they're being right. told, don't hype things, no, don't make Frontier everyone excited. Frontier didn't tell them that. You think yeah, no, Frontier brought out and said, tell everyone to keep their expectations like, like here, like, like low, yeah, forty-five percent. <laughs>
3: You know, because then you'll be happy when you get 47 and a half. Exactly. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Well, they did have, they did, the one thing they did come out of is they they said that they were kind of, people were worried about squadrons. They were not impressed with the squadron system. And I think, I think part of that is the hangover from not getting a carrier. Yeah. The carriers got
2: pulled. Yeah. I brought that up last week. They just, that's all they would say is they were concerned about it. So we'll see
3: yeah and, and I think and the what from hearing more about it and reading more about their reactions to it I th- that maybe just a hangover because if you think about it what else was squadrons gonna do it was gonna give you some maybe a chat channel you're gonna have your your local and your wing and your direct and now your group so you got a chat channel
2: you guys could uh, team up and go on uh, long missions to get oh wait there's not really a lot of games or like missions to play together yeah I can't do that either can't yeah, do yeah. like uh, quests and things.
3: No, 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 that either. Yeah, so it, it's, it's kind of an empty set, really. That, that, I wonder what else they could do. I
2: want carriers more than squadrons, and you know, bottom line, I feel like one's a stepping stone to the other, probably. But since we have in-game factions, did it really need to be? Could just make it part of the faction system.
1: That's what Elite needs is, is quests. Yeah, He's, absolutely. He needs, he needs to have they kind of do. They needs to have like the explanation points and the question marks above people's heads. No, and, uh, I hate this. That, no, no,
3: but they do. They 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 need to have. They need to beef up that whole that you get those uh, pop up missions in the corner that says, "Hey, go scan this point, and I'll give you thirty thousand credits, young man." And you're like, no, then you know that's creepy. <laughs> Yeah, but give me a little something. Give oh, me you more. Wanna,
2: yeah. You
1: want to come scan my points? You're scan <laughs> yeah.
3: this planet. We're really
2: only hey, list, like interested you, in this window. You got, you got a strong,
1: you got a strong ship. You got a strong ship there. You can't come down to my planet and scan my points. I got, hey, I got so, pop, I got popsicles.
3: You're, musly, you're a muscly young man. You got a nice big ship there. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, oh, gracious. Mm-hmm. Oh, gracious. You can scan all day with that, can't you? Mm. Yeah. Those missiles. <laughs>
2: Jesus freaking <All> right.
3: Christ. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty. That was that was more or less terrible. Okay, but anyway, yeah, so the, uh, the, the squadron's not so great. Everything else people are ha- kind of happy about. Uh, they said uh, two or three people said I'm a miner now and not a miner in the creepy Maurice kind of way we were just doing Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue, oh, huh? Minus? That's what oh, I do. Oh my <laughs> God!
1: That's <laughs> what I do
3: here. Not a miner in the creepy Family Guy way, mm. but like a mining I'll miner, like a somebody that's mining
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I think that's all there there was on that. Oh, there was one other minor point that sort of got some play. Wait, most people were ignoring it. You already talked
0: about minors and not the it's good a minor kind. point. Ah, I did it again. No, that was totally, it
3: uh, was totally was totally not on purpose. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, some people were worried about because in the recent uh, in their recent uh, financial statements, they had uh, a reference to uh, Frontier uh, no longer charging or uh, crediting Elite Dangerous in 2021 on certain accounting issues. Um, that relates to amortizing the cost of the development of the game. So you you put a big capital investment out there and it's expected to uh, last for a certain amount of time. You can take deductions over the life, the expected life of the game. They decided when they published it in 2014 that the end of that time period would be 2021. So it has nothing to do with them no longer supporting the game in 2021 or them no longer putting... Publishing efforts into it. It's just they're not going to take that amortization credit after that. So people were there. Was there was a minor again. Uh, There was a little uh, uh, bit of you know concern brackets going on there about that. But that's that was that's a uh, accounting thing. It's not a development thing. As long as they're still making money, they'll still support
0: the game. Meanwhile, speaking of twenty twenty one.
3: Yeah, that that was a good
0: segue. (laughs) Uh, Because... Because uh, the Alpha 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 of 3.3 is going to be coming out at uh, CitizenCon for the PTU. And it's really, really exciting because... Oh, come on. I give up why. Because OCS is back in.
1: OCS? Now, see, this... So not, you know, nothing, nothing really changed here. I think I think yeah. people are kind of like, oh my god, it's so great. I'm like, no, this is something like I theorized when they made the announcement to begin with, right? Except we're getting less technically.
0: Yeah, Brian, it's less. Brian, you're supposed to sound excited here. You're supposed to, you know, feel like this.
3: <laughs> Brian, come he, on, back he, me he up uh, here. Is he moving in on my my turf? Is he moving <laughs> in on my shtick? I'm not. I'm
1: is not, he, not. What, what is this? I, I'm not I'm not salty you know I don't really matter but I, I just it's just not like like some people are treated oh it's so happy news we're getting OCS it's like no you're gonna get OCS anyway like really you, you, th- you thought they were gonna put this on the damn PTU after the evocati were done no he was always going to the PTU uh, see,
0: I'm, I'm, a, I'm 100% with you except that I wanted people to get excited about some 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 stupid star since the news that we all knew was gonna happen anyway
3: and let's be let's be clear let's 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 let's, be, let's let's lay out some of the facts here. So the three point three slash three point three five thing is no more. Yes, it's that's gone. Not a, that's that's not a thing anymore. So what we have is the single branch. Mm-hmm. They're not forking anything anymore. <laughs> no is,
1: forking. No miners.
3: There's no more forking. There's no minor forking. There's never any minor forking. No one could ever support that. That is not a thing that we would support on this show or anywhere else. But, uh, but that, that's, that's gone now. So there's just one, the one branch. It's 3.3, which now includes OCS. Yes. But none of the assets that require OCS at this time. They're going to move those
0: in as testing no, goes no, forward. No, no, no. There, there will be assets, but not all of the assets, especially planets. They haven't um, really. Mostly it's the planet assets that haven't been. Uh, oh.
1: Th- that, that's, that's, that's everything. So Okay. So originally there was 3.3, 3.3 and 3.3 with OCS, right? And those had 3.3 with, uh, in both of those cases, it was everything in 3.3 minus the, the planets, right? The new Hurst, Hurston and the moons, right? And that includes Lorville and all of the other settlements and stuff on those moons, which had all these new quest givers and stuff. Everything else, uh, to my knowledge, was in 3.3. So what happened, what, what the original plan was, they were going to have these two branches, and the one without OCS was going to be released at CitizenCon live to everybody, right? And like I said last week, I, I th- or not, two weeks ago, I theorized that the one with PTU, one, one with OCS would be released to the PTU for everybody at that point. What is happening is nothing gets getting, is getting released live at CitizenCon and just the version with OCS will be will go forward. The other one's already dead. And will be released at uh, CitizenCon to the PTU.
3: Now, is that is that going to? Uh, it's not. We're not doing any waves or anything like that on the PTU. It's just the,
1: the way they anyway. made it sound. Like there is no like subscriber concierge waves. It's just everybody. I think that it's kind of a rush thing. I think in some cases that's the that's the reason. But functionally, I mean, like I, I think so many people are frustrated about about performance issues if they were given the choice. Then they would just play the one with OCS, which I think is what Sig realized anyway. They're like, why bother with all this crap when everybody, when they they look at the Evocati numbers and no one's playing the version without OCS. And from what the leaks are showing, the, the 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 performance improvements are pretty generous in OCS.
3: So, but again, to make it clear, we're not putting any of the major assets in there that like require OCS to function.
1: Yes. That that stuff's well, not in there. Okay. Yet. I think uh, they're still testing OCS, right? So it's still, it right. still works. You're still not loading all that stuff in. You're just the planets aren't there. You're right.
3: Right. So I mean, so what we can we can what we can establish and what we can say affirmatively at this point is that OCS with the current assets does not break anything.
1: Well, okay. So there are lots For the of, most part. there are lots of crashes, which is the reason that it's in the PTU. And so if you go if you go look at these YouTube videos, and when I say leaks, 90% of them are people putting things on YouTube in order to attach to Evocati bug tickets and accidentally making them public. That's what most of these leaks are. And so if you— That's a genuine leak. It's a leak. It falls out. It, it, it is it's an, not a it purposeful leak. It's an actual leak, leak not, a, not someone maliciously posting them. Um right. And so, and and almost all the videos you see are like of bugs, right? Because they're meant to be attached sure. to bug tickets, and so there are always crashes. And so there are a, probably a generous number of crashes in 3.3, which is the reason that it's not going to
0: live. Which I don't understand, because technically this is an alpha, and, and, and we're, this is really not a game release. So having a PTU version versus live version uh, argument is really... Yeah, we're all just their
1: their definition of live is that it's semi stable and it's not a frustrating experience, which is a definition that is loosely applied on a a release by release, (laughs) very
0: loosely.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. Well, you know, let's let's not let's yeah, we're not going by any sort of strict definition or strict timetable or strict anything really. We're just watching and learning. Uh, so, uh, so they've got that uh, minor change done, and I, I guess the only other thing we have to cover is—is is your costume ready?
1: It is almost ready. It is, <laughs> it is. I will be staying up late tonight. I've been staying up late, like for it's, it's whenever ever since I got back to from China. It's like, whenever I get a, get a free moment, I'm in my garage hacking away on the damn thing. I'll pull some pieces out later if, if we if we get a break.
2: Do you play um, hacking music when you do
1: it? I I, I I play podcasts. I've been listening to Time Suck with uh, Dan Cummins. It's an excellent podcast, by the way. It's not about space sims.
0: Oh, uh,
3: anyway, okay. Well, then it's okay. to advertise it, I hear that.
0: I was going to ask Ken Shadow what he thought about the other uh, other couple items that were in ATV about the new tools that they were doing so they can get stuff uh, assets faster into the game. I thought was I thought was. Really cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they show those off every once in a while, like the new tools they're developing, and they're always interesting. Um, they, they do a lot of tooling behind the scenes, and as any game developer would, right? Especially like the big ones. They didn't really get me necessarily excited because, I mean, they're all versions of things we've seen before. Like the UI stuff is based on um, I mean all their UI is based on the scale form player for for flash right, and this but is I was more, interested more in,
0: I was more interested in the, in the asset modeling and the, and the lighting and stuff that was, that was that was cool.
1: I mean yeah I mean it was, it was a quick way to see see an individual asset while you're debugging or while you're you're creating. I'm not a game developer, so I can't really tell you how, how useful that exactly is, but it looked pretty.
0: Okay, I'm I'm done pumping this game, man. I'll tell you, <clears throat> I'm trying to get people excited about Star Citizen, and it's just not working here. You know. You know what
1: I'm I, excited about in Star Citizen? I'm excited that they're gonna have a life-sized dragonfly at CitizenCon, and I'm gonna get to sit on it and take pictures in my costume and look like <laughs> a fucking <laughs> badass because it'll be like the like the speeder out of uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, I'm be like that'll a, be cool.
0: Like a forest trooper on it. That'll be cool.
3: We'll make a we'll make a Kin Shadow calendar, you know. Just make sure, make sure you get a dozen different poses so we can put a different one in every month and show some leg. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> I, I, I'll get a bikini too. Ben we'll will to Photoshop, Photoshop legs constantly. on him. No, Ben will Photoshop just, the legs.
0: Just get a hundred or so photos, and that way we can we can put our heads on it, like we were there too. Yeah, so that'll work. <laughs> he'll
3: Photoshop some he'll Photoshop some nice legs and different heads onto Kin Shadow's costume body. I love this idea. All right. Now that we're all caught up on space sim news, let's get caught up on space news with Galactic Public Radio.
0: Good evening. From Galactic Public Radio on NC, I'm Spencer McDonough, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. An Alliance presidential candidate is found dead, and foul play is suspected. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace in the Moleg system. Thanks, Spencer. Former business executive Fasia
3: Silva, one of the three candidates in the Alliance presidential race, was found dead in her quarters on Hume Orbital. As Miss Silva was in generally good health and had earlier that day been vigorously campaigning, authorities immediately suspected criminal activity. Her remains had not even been transported to the morgue before their suspicions were confirmed. Inspector Aaron Sangster of Alliance Interpol stated, quote, Medical teams detected traces of poison, making this a suspected homicide, end quote. Both investigators and commentators believe that the murder was politically motivated. While Ms. Silva had made a number of business rivals during her career, she had recently turned over control of her corporate interests to her sister, Tashmira. This makes any attack over financial or trade issues somewhat less likely. Prime Minister Edmund Mayhond and fellow presidential candidate Councillor Elijah Beck offered both official and personal condolences to the Silva family. The other candidate, current Alliance President Gibson Kincaid, went further using the occasion to deliver an awkwardly on point message to the electorate. Quote, this tragedy constitutes a direct attack on our democracy. The alliance's enemies will do anything they can to destabilize us, including murder. If we are to fight back, we will need strong leadership. End quote. Is Miss Silva's death a harbinger of deadly political infighting to come? For Galactic Public Radio, on Hume Orbital, in the MOLAG system, I'm Smooth Furness.
0: Thanks, Smooth. Investigators have uncovered more surveillance programs embedded in personal robotic assistants. Lieutenant Inspector Ramesh Thorne told GPR, quote, Acting on reports of unusual behavior, we have found five further robots containing hidden surveillance programs. In each case, the robot was a PA-912 model, Manufactured by Achilles Corporation. End quote. Sources confirm that all five of the owners are cooperating with authorities. Only two of the owners have been identified at this time. Both are well connected industrial executives who have not been previously known to have criminal records. However, given the circumstances of the program's discovery, the public humiliation of Copernicus Shipping's CEO Lloyd Hardacre, Sources tell GPR that the Federal Security Service is reviewing the corporate records of all five companies that have been identified. Finally, the campaign of Juanita Bishop for Federal Congress has ended in a landslide defeat. Political analyst Vaughn Naven wrote for the Federal Times, quote, Many of Juanita Bishop's followers have abandoned her in the wake of Gethin Oconco's investigation, which found no connection between the Fargod sect and the Thargoids. As a result, Ms. Bishop's Congressional campaign has collapsed." End quote. With her loss, most of the Thargoid hardliners in Congress have been publicly taking a softer tone. Many commentators suspect that the official policy toward the Far God sect will revert to pre-panic status. Some are calling for an investigation into potential civil rights abuses by law enforcement. The Federal Intelligence Agency refused to comment on this story. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night.
2: Kick the tires and light the fires, Big
1: Daddy. I have a way to prove it. And I I, I pulled some blue packets out of my pocket that I pulled out of the last thing. Test this.
3: Well, Chen. And Chen looks over it and kind of looks at it and just like, and holds it up to the light and goes, it does look like our packaging and it does look like our formula.
1: I got this out of a truck. Sitting right out there, or was sitting right out there. It's in pieces now. A single truck. Now there were like uh, what four trucks, five trucks.
3: There was a group of three, of trucks. and there was one that ran. You took it off the one that ran, didn't you? Uh, they, we and had a
0: group of three. Yeah, it <laughs> <there> was <laughs> the truck. Same stuff
3: was
2: on multiple
1: trucks. I don't think you found any full packets in the. Um... Every almost every truck that we that we we crashed had 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 a uh, had. Boxes of
3: the crap that we cracked open in. Okay, so oh, okay. If I remember right, you couldn't get the one from the first truck open, but they had some spent packets in there in on their possession, that. and a couple of full ones on their possession. Yeah. And then on the on the ones that were in the truck, you you were able to crack. You found one. You found one in one of the back ones. Or no, no, actually, I don't think you found any. You didn't. You didn't search the whole things very thoroughly. You found you found a bunch of computer chips. But you do have it. You do have a blue, a full blue one, and you yeah. hand it to her regardless okay. of where you go. I have no idea which truck it's from. Yeah. <laughs> I, say it's from the first one. It's from the first one. Okay. Clemens goes, the, they took off, somebody took off with a batch unauthorized that was supposed to be delivered to the spaceport. They hope you, I hope you gave them what they deserved.
0: Yeah. They were already
3: dead when we found them. Well, Karma intervened. Are you going to test this or not, Chen? She grabs the, the envelope, or she's, she's got the envelope, she's looking at it, and, you know, she's, She's convinced of, the of its authenticity. So she goes over to that lab bench, sort of elbows a deer out of the way, gives her a dirty look, and uh, puts it in a machine to sort of like a, a mass spectrometer to, to vaporize the stuff and, and look at its chemical formulas. After about two minutes, it the, the, the thing you know, beeps like a microwave and spits out a report. And she looks, it turns around and looks at you and goes, it's got too much bitoxamine in it, twice the amount. And she goes, I know my formula's right, Clemens.
1: It so, you know, you don't want this stuff out there, do you? Well, you know, what's your, cur- what's, your, what's your future plans are aside, you don't want this specific stuff out there. No, we really don't. So, can you tell me if there's any storage of this particular stuff that you've been making recently
3: anywhere on premises? She looks over at Clemens and goes, did you let it all get away? Uh, and he goes, that was one truck and that was stolen. And those I've had my eye on those two for a while. And he looks at the rest of you and goes, the rest of it should be upstairs ready for shipping. I sent three trucks out to the spaceport when the first truck went out, getting rid of what we had ready to ship, just gone. Because I knew that we, there's going to be trouble, I need to get some of the product moved. Especially after the disappearance of the Aurora, I knew I had to get most of this out here as quickly as possible. Oh, that all (laughs) ship? Did we we encounter (laughs) any other trucks? Yeah, you, you, hey, you found the his? one that was already wrecked, and then you yeah. then you guys wrecked three of them. Well, I meant were those the ones he was talking about? I don't think they were. You saw four trucks total. There were four empty spaces in the garage. He's okay. He's, yeah, he's he's giving you the he's giving you the lowdown, giving you the inventory of of what has what to his knowledge has gotten out. He's cooperating. He's you know he's 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 giving you he's giving you stuff that checks that corroborates what you guys have seen. All right.
2: Well, so would you I was
1: have... sorry. Oh, go ahead. I mean, go ahead and finish yours, and then I'll finish talking to him.
3: I was thinking more along the lines of if he sent it upstairs to be sent out, then somebody passed it around the whole base. Well, you don't see any, again, Henry did kind of a circuit of the area. There's You don't see any stockpiles of the stuff in this room. Right. So, And you don't see any, like, equipment that could be used to mass manufacture it in this room. This is like the this is like the research oh, okay. head office kind of a thing. There's there's little testing apparatuses and you know scanners and whatnot in here, but there's no there's nothing here. There's no big pots for for things to you know get stirred
1: up and and, and, and boiled and simmered in. Okay. okay. Uh, so so here let me hear me out on this. Our first goal is getting you guys out of here. We don't want to we don't want you to get hurt. We're good guys. Trust us. Yeah. But the uh, but our our second goal is we don't want these innocent pilots to get hurt by this bad crap. You know, people want to do drugs regulationally. I understand, man, I'm there, but, and I understand making a quick buck. I've been there too, but I don't like to see people get hurt unnecessarily. So uh, if you don't mind, would you guys help us out and destroy this bad batch? Maybe, uh, maybe just set the cargo container on fire, whatever will work just to get this crap gone. So when you guys come back, Clean manufacturer, good name for your brand. You know what I'm saying?
3: Clemens looks at you and goes, all right. This seems to be the most
1: direct way to clean up the mess. All right, do you have anything and- flammable in here that we can take with us to help destroy the stock?
3: Well, he's some sort of barbarian. Good God, man. All we have to do is incinerate it in the kilns upstairs. Good Lord, what the hell is your problem? You're the kind of person that wants to nuke things from orbit, aren't you? You'd like to just drop bombs <laughs> on whatever you come across. We well, were just type. thinking more like uh, <laughs> large metal rods launched from
2: orbit. New silver kit. Shiv wants to cover it with uh, floor wax and just see if that dilutes <laughs> it. Just dilute it in floor wax until it's good, <laughs> so it's not effective anymore.
3: Uh, all right. So, so uh, he said. He says to you, "We just need to look, look, look. We need the stuff off the streets." You're right. It was a manufacturing era, a chemical formula problem. He looks over at Chin again. Whatever it was, it's not what was intended. There's twice as much goo in there as is supposed to be fine. This batch is bad. Let's get it out. Let's get it off the streets. You've you've run into my other 3 trucks. What happened to those 3 trucks? We're uh, They had some
1: mechanical problems. Yes, they they they've been effectively disabled at this point. Roll a
3: uh, roll a bargaining check on this one.
0: I'm not sure
1: what my result is. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I got a natural one.
3: Uh-huh, uh natural one. You can re roll that uh, Once you re-roll that one? I'll do, I'll do you have any karma it. left? Do you have any karma yeah, left? I do. Okay. I, I use the karma. Okay. <laughs> I
1: love another <enough> <laughs> karma. Oh my Two gosh ones in
3: a row. So he looks at you and he says "Fate." He looks at you. Mechanical trouble, eh? Mechanical trouble. So mm-hmm. so tell me, tell me. Uh how how much uh mechanical trouble uh did it did it extend to the cargo bays as well, or just to the cabs, just to the crew?
1: Um Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that all of those things had, had problems with the amount of lead that got inserted into them. Um, some of the cargo bays might, might still be intact.
3: Did you happen to secure anything that was in there?
1: Did you of, find the drugs out, that were in the truck? Out of game, I think we have one of the containers, right? I think, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. I go, yeah, some. Some. All right, so there's that.
3: We've got to go find that. And you've got the stuff from the first truck, the stuff that was stolen from me. And then he looks, he, he looks over, and, and then there's the Aurora. And I think when Shiv was making comments about it, he still had his face mask down, right? Uh, well, I thought it was more fun if I didn't. But. Okay, so you had his face mask up. Okay, and yeah. then he slowly he looks over at Shiv and says, "And then there's the issue of the Aurora." And he looks over at Shiv. What about that old it? ship?
2: Yes, yeah, so I've been there. A bunch of crazy a, people. We had uh, to kill them
3: are <laughs> stupid dog, too, but hey, it's a good dog now. Roll an intimidate check. Yes, let's see. Uh, we can roll a perception against that. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, so so you found it, did you? You found her. How convenient. And he starts to be a little... Sus- you can tell his, his suspicion is rising up. Tell me, how did you find that tiny little derelict old ship in the vastness of space? We're the uh, God Frequency, man. Yeah, and and... Did you? So you, you you intercepted her? You pulled her down? Oh, no, her down she was already down when we found
2: her. There was the captain or somebody was murdered. There were some crazy people shooting everybody up, including us. At floor wax, we, found,
1: we found her because your crew sampled your defective product. Oh, right.
3: Roll a uh, roll a diplomacy check on that one. Seven. Yeah. He's like, I see. Same story as upstairs. Then now. Huh?
1: About that, and inf- and hopefully it will go better than what happened to the Aurora crew.
3: But you recovered that supply as well? Yes. Alright, so we have a chance of stopping this before it gets out. sure to
1: God hope so.
3: Alright. So here's, here's what I suggest. Upstairs, there is the security system. The security system will have video logs, will have recordings of what happened here. I suggest we ensure its malfunction. Also upstairs, in the manufacturing room would be a the rest of our stockpiled supply it's not quite ready for shipment it's still in its raw form, unpackaged simply changing a few settings on the machine to wreck the batch would, would take care of that And then there are a small amount probably two more crates in the staging room which was ready to be shipped out on the next trucks that was our next order of business when all hell broke loose upstairs we're going to get that off to the spaceport as well that was interrupted that should be all of it.
1: Sounds like a great plan. I'd rather get the um, the stuff stockpiled before we do the machines, but uh, that's uh, sounds like a uh, a good good list of things to do.
3: All right. So he turns around to Chen and says, "You're going to pay for this." You and
2: guys Chen- need to get some. Uh, what do you call it? A Cancel audit, it? <laughs> maybe some AS ninety
0: one hundred. Get your procedures in order. Look.
3: this is not my drug, it's her fault and she's starting to get uh, pretty angry again
2: well hey we don't need more people going crazy fighting, we're gonna deal with that upstairs, let's just get out of here then you can complain all you want
0: in the safety of not here agreed
2: I'm pretty sure it's probably Chen's fault anyway, she left her computer unlocked she let us in, she's a moron (laughs) I don't know what this dude's doing with her but she is dumb as a brick (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay, alright, so, uh, with wow. that, uh, Clemens turns around and walks back to the computer that Henry noticed a second ago, and starts fiddling. Did you Love have to into that one? We working. didn't. I'm working. Right. So you left that one unlocked, did you? I, uh... No, I locked
1: mine. I look at Adira and give her that, you know?
3: What do you do? Okay.
1: It's give radio. her a head on, you yeah. know, towards Clemens i i then uh, i, I, I uh, you know as soon as, she, as soon as a deer looks like she's gonna start monitoring clemens i i put yeah, my mouse like, on
2: i feel like we should stop him from doing what he's doing maybe grab him and pull him away can i do that
1: i thought it was wait which one is it is sure
2: the, or the guy
3: i'm pretty sure that Clemens is
2: the dude clemens, i'm pretty clemens sure was that was
3: the closer than i am okay are
2: they so, they're both on computer? i just want to
3: move him away from the keyboard Okay, so yeah, no, so Chen, Chen's over kind of like by her computer because that's where her some of her lab equipment is. But she just finished the test and she's still sitting there. Clemens walked away from sort of the middle of the room where you're having they're having the big powwow. And he walked toward his computer and starts to tipity-tap type. Henry or Romulan or Ale wants to go back and what do you want to do? You want to give him a little... Well, like grab him by the collar and
2: pull him back just so he can't reach his keyboard and tell him to leave it alone.
3: Okay, athletics
2: check. And I have a gun out when I do that. Okay, athletics check. Where the hell is athletics? It's under There us it back. is!
3: In eight, seven... Ooh. Ten, okay, so uh. you, you you grab his collar and you start to yank him back, but he kind of like dips his shoulder and sort of squirms out of it and goes What the hell do you think you're doing, man? And goes back to tippity-typing. What, what, are, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> Working, yeah, I told you! Guy. On uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's ignoring all of you. I shoot the terminal.
1: Okay, buddy, what's on your mind?
0: We're all friendlies! So, let's just be
3: friendly. Some say he married into a family that rips off Space Sims and that he's currently developing Rebel Galaxy In-Law. But all we know is he's called the Shiv and he'll put together this week's feedback. Uh,
0: Topical <laughs> and Yeah, that wasn't funny at all. Um, Rebel Galaxy In-Law, shut up, Jeff.
2: Give him some credit, man. That's great. I don't know which one of the uh, I one want of these guys wrote that, now. but I thought I that was good. I kind of want that
3: expansion pack. That could be like a family like dispute or whatever, like a family conglomeration that goes wrong. I kind of like that.
0: Well, if I can recap last week's community question. Are you oh, sure. Are you looking forward to Rebel Galaxy Outlaws' ship customization? How could a developer put such a feature into an online game without reaping the consequences of um, artisanal freedom? <laughs> Once again, talking about
2: wieners on starships. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> H. Allen writes in, Good show, guys. I'm looking forward to the RGO ship painting, and without multiplayer, you can paint your ships as erotically as you like. And again, wieners on starships. In your own space, no one can hear you. It may need to get a streamer broadcast warning with it if the player goes
3: public. Although it can't be any worse than GTA graphics. Monty writes in and says, By allowing such a feature to be implemented only within private or by invitation instances within the online game.
1: Bennu writes in and says, I don't really care about the RGO ship paint customization. Not much point to painting my ship in a single player game when I don't intend to play in third person view or stream. Being able to click a button and buy a 3D print of the ship is pretty cool though. I'm curious to see how much it costs and if double damage gets a cut. PS, super excited that I get to go to CitizenCon next week. PPS, Jeff should wander over to robertspaceindustries.com account settings and unsubscribe from all the newsletters, save the changes, get a coffee, and then come back and re-subscribe to the email newsletters. Same thing happened to me, stopped getting all the emails from pig sick filed a support ticket, and nothing. Then ran into a thread on Reddit where somebody else had the same issue and fixed it by unsubscribing resubscribing. Reminds me that I should go close out my support ticket. And I am super excited to see you, Benu, next week at CitizenCon as well. Oh, by the way, uh, I have a new card game that I made, and I'll be giving out copies at CitizenCon. So if you guys see me in my armor or without my armor, um, I might have some at the Bar Citizens too. Uh, hit me up, and I'll get you a copy of the card game.
3: But your armor's all camouflaged. How are they going to see you?
1: Uh, unfortunately, Austin's not in a desert, and it's a desert camouflage. Oh, okay. So, so it will be. Yeah. you'll stand yeah, out. Yeah, but That's if okay. if I happen to like walk outside. so.
0: Okay, all right. Just double-checking. Ken from Chicago writes in and says an MMO could allow ship decals and let players report inappropriate designs for removal the way hashtag City of Heroes did for superhero or supervillain costumes or the uh, way various social media and online forums let you report inappropriate comments. No, Brian is an adult. If he misspeaks, that's his fault, not Tony's fault. Hashtag Tony was innocent. Besides, not only is falsely blaming Tony itself wrong, but it would dilute the meaning, and, and I, I emphasize dilute, and the enjoyment of hashtag Tony was wrong. <laughs> Imagine seeing that label and Tony wasn't wrong. I, I, again, I stand by my previous statements. If
3: if something goes out that's factually not correct, it's it's on me. So
1: okay, so. I, I will say in my defense <clears throat> that, the, the, that the 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 literature no. as to the status of the Iva was mildly confusing, and it kind of made it sound like it was out. Uh, in retrospect, rereading it, it was a little more ambiguous than I had I had re- I had read. It, it and, requires. <clears throat>
3: this is me, Brian. It's on me. I will
1: also, Brian, I, I will, I will also caveat that. I will also caveat that it was in Ivakati's hands before the show was published.
3: It it it, it requires no. This was entire. It, I should have caught it. Honestly, when I when I when I read when I listen to the show, that's the sort of thing I listened for. Like, uh, should we double check that? And I missed it. So it, just it's on me, totally hundred percent on me. It wasn't. I was wrong. By the way, so we want to preserve that specialness, right? That that special special meaning of Tony was wrong. We need to we need to make sure that stays special. It was my fault. Tony, That's different. Yeah. Tony, That's different. you
1: can have a hashtag that says Kinshadow was mistaken. I don't mind.
3: That's you know. That, Tony, you Tony's ignorant. Song. slut. Yes. I feel better already. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, thanks very much. I, pre- I appreciate that.
2: And in general feedback, Rising Death writes, enjoyed the show. Thank you. And in response to Rising Death, enjoyed the feedback. Thank you.
1: And Sean Newboy writes in and says, very entertaining. Thanks, everyone.
3: Alec Turner says, Here, here, I love this podcast. It's like a warm blanket. Okay. Should have been a warm, cheesy blanket there, Alec Turner, if you (laughs) want to get it just exactly right. A hot, cheesy blanket. (laughs) But we'll we'll move on. We'll move on. It always makes me feel good. So, hey, guys, I was lucky enough to be one of the fortunate few invited to FDEV last week. Within reason, NDA. If you have any questions about the visit, I can do my best to answer them. On the subject of who was invited, just wanted to say we weren't all streamers, and nor were we a non-critical bunch, which you slightly implied but then retracted. We ooed and awed a lot, but also questioned everything. The main meaning went on for six hours, and they went away with a huge document full of issues and suggestions. On the subject of VR, they've certainly given the Discovery interface thought and testing for VR, but we didn't get to see it in action, so we'll have to wait to see if any slash some of the concerns are valid. The main controls for the interface can be bound to controller or stick inputs, so I think it might be okay. Quick PS on the new Discovery scanner and Colin's feedback last week. I think I said on my hashtag Tonyiswrong post that we'd have to wait and see how the new Discovery Scanner feels to use in the area of audio and animation, etc. Having seen it, I have to say it's terrific. That said, I'm coming around to the idea of Colin's suggestion about a partial reveal of the system map on Honk. What I hope is that FDev wants to try the new thing in beta first before changing too much of that. But if there's still an outcry about wanting a partial reveal of the system map, maybe Maybe they'll consider changing it. It's all very reasonable. I think that yeah, I think that's that's reasonable. And, and and you know, there it is. The hashtag Tony is wrong thing. I think that's preserving the usefulness and the the specialness of that.
1: And, and, and gra- so. grats, Alec Turner. That, that that sounds like you had an awesome um, opportunity there.
2: Yeah, that's cool, man. Also, uh, yeah, you're right. I totally started to say they didn't bring a lot of critical people out, and then I thought. No, that's not really true. That's why I kind of pulled it back a little bit. You're right to call me out there. I I totally like started yeah. to think about that. They they weren't cherry picking who went out, honestly.
3: Yeah. When I went through this stuff, it it completely sounded to me like they were pulling a page from, you know, cell phone makers and car manufacturers bringing in a group of people and getting direct feedback from their power users. That's it had that someone went to a PR firm or was aware this sort of thing happened in these circles and modeled this visit off that. I'm I'm 100% sure of that. So, um, but and it's useful for the people that are doing it, and it's useful for FDev too. So, yay, that's good. And please, guys, if you're listening, do a partial reveal, do something, meet us halfway on the honk. That's it's just the smart thing to do.
0: Peter Walden Spoon writes in and says, "A surprisingly listenable space sim podcast with a fair bit of elite dangerous content. What's not to like?" Who are you and what have you
3: done with Jeff?
2: You know
1: what's yeah, not to like? It... Jeff reading feedback. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, the way you read that almost called the listener an asshole.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. No, just, no, no. That's no. just that, what
2: I felt like when I heard no, it. I was no, like, no, no. surprisingly, but, I don't think he wrote it that way. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> anyway, guy, no, thanks for on, the feedback, man. Hang on.
3: I'll reread it, all right?
2: No, 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 no! I'm no, no, sorry, no, Jeff. No, just, it, it was it,
3: it was just no, a different voice, bud. Jeff all. was reading it. Jeff was reading it as a man of taste and style. You know what's not to like about this podcast? It's fabulous. I don't know. It just true. came off wrong to me. I'm fabulous. sorry, Peter Wotherspoon. Uh, Peter, yeah. if you have a problem, I will fire Jeff. Just write in. Just write in next week and tell me to fire Jeff. and I'll fire him. Okay. Because because the rest of you guys ever have got to sit through this this monstrosity that I'm about to read. Oh you're, you're all gonna hate it. I'm gonna love it. But y'all are gonna hate it. So, but we're gonna do this because variable Bobo wrote in uh, this week uh, and said,
0: "So, Tony Bobo."
3: <laughs> yeah, I think you can insert whatever you want to at the, at the, for the variable. I think that's that's a that's a find and replace sort of a thing. Uh, Gentlemen, apologies for having been absent these past few weeks. All my equipment was confiscated immediately following this year's CitizenCon event in exchange I was given a commemorative loot box containing a speak and spell a portable record player a saw blade and other assorted household items let's see Bobo phone home now they laughed Tony was right to be concerned. During CR's keynote, Elon Musk was introduced and announced as a new minority shareholder. Elon's subsequent offer of a special edition RSI Tesla Model 3 sedans with lifetime insurance was met with raucous applause. However, enthusiasm faded quickly as attendees realized the sale was war bond only and delivery of the cars would be soon TM. Accompanying the customary cutting of the Star Citizen birthday cake, a new organization of superfans was introduced. The White Knights of the Wing Table were ceremoniously imbued with great authority and charged to safeguard the realm against all enemies registered or unregistered. That and dole out loot boxes. I don't know who Bobo Elk is. I have no ant. I must keep moving and remain in touch as best I can. Clown Bobo. Hashtag RGO wishlisted until multiplayer. Hashtag all that is spangloss is not gold. Hashtag Tony is right. <laughs> I had to struggle with those hashtags this week. Clumbo, that was a good way to th- throw people off,
2: like you didn't write them. How you struggled with them at the end. That oh, was pretty think, smart. Thank you, thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah, for, that was uh, a good hey, touch. Clumbo,
3: you got the hashtags are, are an art, man. They got to be like clever, but you. But there's too many like weird letters in there. That was that was yeah, he, because he should, I totally didn't write this.
1: Use in right. um, You know what? I, 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 maybe this, maybe I'm a fanboy here, but I, I might actually buy an RSI branded Tesla Model 3. Uh, that would be something I would actually seriously consider.
3: The question is, when would you get it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they're shipping Model On 3, both aren't they? <laughs> they're shipping the Model 3? I,
3: I think that, I mean, they're shipping them, but they, they can't meet their production numbers, which is why Elon did that whole. Funding at 420 secured, and then got ripped a new one by the SEC, and then settled with the SEC, then unsettled with the SEC, and then settled again, and then gave the middle finger on Twitter, and is probably going to jail at some point. Probably not this week or next week, but sometime. This SEC's got his number.
1: I now. may still buy I a still. car.
3: Okay, well, that's fine. You go ahead.
0: Uh, new Patreon this week. Hey, what do you think? Mercenary Thorn up their pledge just a quick reminder we're changing the
3: patreon tiers uh buck 25 will still get you the patches but we're also it's also like a savings account for a shirt uh we'll have the other tiers uh, up up to 30 bucks which you'll get shirts immediately uh but if you guys are interested uh click on over on the patreon button and see what you can do and this week's community question for everyone except clown bobo what was the highlight of CitizenCon for you And otherwise, how was the show? Are we the fifth X as prophesied in the prophecy? Or are we the reunion of the foundation of the rebirth of the threat of Terran conflict? Drop us an email, a tweet, or comment on our show post, which
0: you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 232 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 233 on October 16th, 2018. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com.
3: We want to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Ben Sanders, our elite contributor, Baxter, and of course, our audio engineers, Mikey Lennon and Bill Hardy.
1: Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jinkies for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJinkies.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Ten, two,
3: three, three, zero. Carol, one, 5. Squawk seven, seven, zero, zero. Stay on the ground.
1: Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best Why can't I talk tonight? What is wrong with my
0: mouth? (laughs) It's because your shirt shirt has buttons on it. Words every week.
3: You've got a collar and buttons.
0: FML. After that, we continue our audio adventure, guard frequency origins, where there are some dice rolls and possibly people doing things and stuff. We should have that every week. Like that should be the
1: description every week.
0: (laughs) That's pretty, Finally, we pretty dicey.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> rolling, rolling. It's totally rolling. random. Here are the top bits. Dang it. A scant few additional details of...
0: Co- However, given the circumstances of the program discovery, the public humiliation of Cornel- uh The public humiliation of... Uh, Cooper Anilius? Cooper... Copernicus. Copernicus. Uh, the public humiliation of Copernicus. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Copernicus. Copernicus. The public humiliation of Copernicus. <sighs> the public humiliation of Copernicus Shippings CEO Lloyd Hard. Hmm. Wieners on Starships.